Hey, everybody, it's Steve Mathis. I'm proud to say that insulin for diabetes was invented right there in my home country of Canada. Same great country that brought us Ross, Rollerball Peterson, and, of course, Putin. It was a shocker to me to learn that, on the average, the same insulin in the United States that can be upwards of 10 times more expensive than the same product in Canada. The Prairie Insulin and Meds believes that taking care of your health shouldn't burden you financially. I think we all can agree on that. Uh, we've been able to team up with those guys to get Pulpamex customers an additional 10% off the already low Canadian prices on insulin and all other prescription medications. Check it out. Tell your family and friends. PrairieInsulin.com. Make sure you tell them Pulpamex sent you to get your discount. Thanks for listening, everybody. A Pulpamex Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Renthal on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,500 podcasts delivered with over 15 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. As always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve Mathis. Going to have Kevin Windham on the line here shortly to talk about the Moto Fight Club as well as his feature online story about a couple of years at Suzuki and getting picked up by Geico. Uh, we're going to talk about that and much more on here. Uh, flyracing.com, please check them out on the web. They had a really great month of April with some cool sales and they still got some stuff going on there. Flyracing.com for more information. Uh, stock up on some gear and uh, parts, whatever you need. Fly Racing guys will have it for you and uh, they're absolutely doing a great job. Renthal as well, the undisputed global leader in manufacturing design since 1969. Renthal has become notorious for relentless obsession of detail and quality through their commitment to produce the finest products on the market today. With a history full of innovations in engineering and legendary component reliability, Renthal is universally regarded as the most trusted brand in the pro paddock and first choice to the world's premier athletes and race teams. Renthal.com, 7-8 bar, oversized twin wall bar, fat bar, and the fat bar 36, all available right now. So please check them out. And Maxis.com, of course, MXSTs used by Jeremy McGrath and Alex Ray and AJ Cantonzaro. I've got a set of my Blue Crew right now, MXSTs. Uh, please check them out. Next time you're in the market for a high-end tire, this is Maxxis's answer to that. And uh, they make them in all sorts of different compounds. And they make great mountain bike tires, light truck tires, S uh, UTV tires as well. So Maxxis.com for more information on that. Also, too, uh, from now until June 10th, uh, people can get three issues of RacerX uh, magazine for $2.99 for the print and digital or just $0.99 cents if you just want the digital only. Hell of a deal if you ask me. There's things in the magazine that we don't ever put online, people, and we put a lot of work into that stuff on, uh, on in the magazine. So please check them out. If you've uh, let your subscription lapse, get back in it, all right? It's 3 bucks, dude. Yeah, that's it. Three bucks. What a deal. And uh, and you can read them on digitally if you don't want to actually have the magazine. You can read them on an iPad or your phone or whatever. So... Thanks to those guys um, for letting us host this pod, and uh, let's get started with the great Kevin Windham, shall we? 
As promised on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast show, it is the great uh, Kevin Windham. What's up, K-Dub? How are you? Thank you for doing this. Man, I am exhausted. I've been training all day today. <laughs> they say uh, you... That's a, that's a joke, actually. Well, I, if you're, been... you're going to train, they should probably start it earlier, I think. But hey, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, thanks. Hey, it's good to be with you again. Uh, I know I've been kind of uh, MIA here in Mississippi, just raising kids and, and living life outside of dirt bikes. But uh, glad to have an opportunity to come back in for a bit. Yeah, this is this Moto Fight Club thing coming up on Tuesday. It's going to be pretty sweet. Again, pay-per-view, uh, Tuesday, May 12th, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Uh, get it on Moto Fight Club uh, Instagram page. Get it on your browser. Get it on uh, iOS, Android, and uh, it's a pay-per-view thing. And it's How did they get you into this, K-Dub? Who called you? <laughs> what? How did you get sucked into this thing? Well, I actually got a call. Yeah, I got a call from Rob Bidas, and I was uh... – I was in the middle of a field actually making hay uh, for my cows, uh, and, you know, and this is not, this is not a stab at Jeff Stanton. I heard his podcast and I'm not as gnarly as he is on the farm life, but I'm on my tractor doing some work around the house. And uh, it's so funny. Rob actually called me in his first comment to me. I said, Rob, what's up, man? I hadn't talked to you in a long time. He said, I'm just calling you so you can tell me no. Ah. Do what? <laughs> and uh, of course, he floated, floated the idea, and uh, you know, I, I, lo- I loved it. I think it, I think it's going to be fun. I, I think it's a great opportunity. And yeah, uh, you know, hey, you can really YouTube so many races from back, you know, in, in my era anyway, or, or any of the eras that are racing. There's so much YouTube you can watch of all races. You know the outcome. So yeah. this sounds like a good opportunity in the current crisis to uh have some live action yeah absolutely what uh have you been riding much and what are you riding uh so i'm riding my 450 uh same 450 i bought to prepare myself for the donations and (laughs) somewhere in the middle of buying it and preparing for the donations i didn't wear it out so it's right Um, (laughs) right And I certainly, I certainly didn't wear it out post donations. I've, I've rode twice since donations. Okay. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm feeling good. I can tell you that when I rode for the first time, I felt a hell of a lot better than I did riding the first time for the donations. And, oh, and, uh, well, there you go. You know that that, that turned out well. So yeah. You know. uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It should be, it should be great. Uh, I'm glad you're on board. It's going to be awesome. Um, I think the track will be. Good track for racing, but it won't be too gnarly. For a guy like yourself, you should be fine. Um, Brock Glover's showing up, right? That's awesome. Uh, Bradshaw Stanton. Those guys are going to be uh, – it's going to be cool to see those guys put helmets on again, just like it was for you at the at Destinations. I think it's going to be awesome for fans. I think so, too. You know, I, I, Obviously, I want to be in some races, but I can't lie that I'm going to be pretty pumped just to be sitting there watching some of those guys go go head-to-head and see where where they're at and where they stand. To, you know, uh, against each other because uh, there's a lot of unknowns. It's not like you're uh, scoping your competition out at the test track or, no. or you know have a race to to you know have, have a have a benchmark for where you need to be. And you know, I mean, obviously, we're we're going there to have some fun, but it needs to be. Uh, I mean, obviously, we want it to be entertaining, but also none of us can lose the the desire to win. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that's kind of in you forever. And uh, there'll, be, there'll be a lot of trash talking. And when the gate drops, I'm sure all the BS will stop and it'll be, uh, it'll be going for it. I know it will be for me. Yeah. And, and I know Bradshaw will get angry because he's angry every time he puts a helmet on. 
Like he's just perpetually angry. So he'll be on. He'll be he's in it to win it. He's going to be angry when he leaves Idaho. <laughs> good point. Yeah, exactly. Right. As soon as he leaves Idaho, he will be angry. Yeah, good and, point. And then, you know, a little bit of road rage wherever <laughs> he's going. Hey, and by the way, you had made mention that, you know, the track's going to be kind of, you know, maybe mellow and stuff. Maybe after the uh, podcast here, you can let me know where the track's at because I still don't know. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll send you. Uh, you should probably hit the road so soon, I think. I, I, I think you should get on it. Uh, I, you, I have, tell me you're bringing Allie. I have, tell me you're bringing Allie. I have no clue what kind of tires I need or anything. <laughs> oh, Allie's coming. Allie's okay. Coming for sure. Nice. Yep. Nice. Uh, yeah. I think, he, look, look, he, he's going to mechanic for everyone, I believe. So. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Um, hey, you were a teammate of Bradshaw's, uh, as a, when you first signed on with Yamaha and he came back after his retirement, um, what do you remember about being a teammate of his? Like, were you kind of in awe a little bit? or did, I mean, obviously, you know, it, when he hung it up, it was a big shock in the sport. You were just kind of turning pro. Um, what was it like being a teammate of him early on? You know, the Yamaha years were, were pretty cool. Um, we, we had a lot of fun. It was, you know, obviously with Bradshaw and I spent time with Ezra and uh, uh, John Dow, Doug Henry. Uh, it was a great team, uh, a lot of fun, and, and uh, I had the honor of being on a team with them, which, to the best of my knowledge, and in a different class, I think that was mm-hmm. probably the best scenario to not actually have him hate me. <laughs> right, right. You know, because he, <laughs> he, <would definitely, laughs> he would definitely get on some guy. We had a run-in. We, we had a run-in over, uh, overseas, I think, in Japan or somewhere. And then, uh, Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure you've heard. Oh, that's right. He said that. Think, right. Uh, yes. <laughs> yep. And I think we had a had a, uh, a mention on when he did his podcast. I think he mentioned uh, some of. I think you had mentioned how kind he was to some of the promoters back in the day. Yep. I had a uh, front row seat to a lot of those conversations about what, what Damon's opinion of certain track owners in their track. Yeah, that's yeah, classic story. And then yes, in Japan he was on a Honda. Yamaha fired him, and he rode up. He said and. You were there, and I don't know who else was there, and he told McCarty that he's going to break your legs if you guys touch him again. That's awesome. <laughs> Damon Bradshaw, everybody. <laughs> he was, yeah, so the best part of the story is it took years for this to come out, but mm-hmm. so it, it, it was it was either a practice. It was some, it was some, it was either timed or something was going on where, where time mattered, right? Yep, so yep. I was, like, trying to get going, get going. And, and Bradshaw was in the league or in front of me and Ezra and Ezra was behind him and Ezra followed him for like three laps. And I'm like, Ezra, what are you doing? So finally, you know, I come up in a corner on the inside and I see Ezra, he sees me and hears me coming. Right. He kind of raises up cause he thinks I'm about to block past him. And I totally jump past him and, and hit Bradshaw pretty solid. <laughs> and for the longest time, he thought, he just saw a red fender come in there and nail him. And for the longest time he thought it was Ezra <laughs> and I kept that under my <laughs> hat for a long time now the truth is out and he's probably going to be thinking heavily about repaying me come uh tuesday night yeah yeah he he will get he will get back at you for sure uh i liked i liked your um uh you know there's a fake kevin windham on instagram by the way and i i can't believe people do that it's pretty lame but um you said on Instagram, or Stanton said on Instagram, or, or somebody posted your words, you've beaten all the guys except for Stanton, and you plan on handing him his ass on Tuesday as well. I like that, I like that comment. You beat, you beat everybody's butt at one time or another. I like it. I, I even went a step further. I, I, I actually got on uh, Brock Glover, too. I, said, I think I said something along the lines that I've beaten everybody 
Brock Glover's changed my tire before and <laughs> that leaves six times. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that's a low blow. To, that's oh, a low blow to, to totally. the Golden Boy. Uh, I, I shouldn't have went that low on Brock Glover. That's and, okay. So I, I don't. I don't know if I'll have. I don't know if I'll have a fresh Dunlop ever again. But uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's, you'll be all right. Also, to a portion of the proceeds, you guys are going to auction off helmets and jerseys and pants to go to Road to Recovery. Uh, goggles for docks. I see a uh, flat track pit bike's going to be auctioned off for the uh, for the Alpine Star Medical Crew. So so on top of. Um, all everything's going on. You guys are having a little bit of aspect of charity of this, which I think is really cool for everybody. You know, it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, we, we are, and it, it will be. It will be cool. And I, uh, I, I'm very thankful that uh, I think my gear. I've been bringing gear, shift gear from me, but uh, I might actually bring something out from the archives because oh, it, oh. You know, everything's closed in California and everywhere yeah. for that matter. And and uh, you know. Chip was having a hard time getting my name and number put on the back, and so they did. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride that, and I'm pumped on that. But my second choice was to wear like no fear gear, uh, which I still fit in the top. That would have been fine, but I don't have <laughs> any pants that fit me from from any of those times. So yeah. I was gonna have to do like a blue jean deal with like a no fear top, but I right. might bring something old to, to auction off so somebody can have from you know with with the cool yeah. pro AMA logo and whatever number I was at that time. Yeah, that'll be awesome. That'll be really cool. Do you know who you're mashed up in the first round? Because I guess the guys already know. I, I don't know. Do you know? Have you heard? I, I haven't. Um, you know, I guess uh, we're on a little group text, and we're talking about that tonight, about who all we want a shot at. So uh, right. I, I'm sure we'll it'll be coming out really soon. Uh, heck, I'd even like to hear people's opinions of who they want to see uh, do battle. But um, I, I actually – told the group today they were asking who's going to race and i said i don't care who i raced i'm gonna see all y'all because i plan on taking it all so right right there you the go trash talking is getting pretty good on our group text yep and uh so so uh it doesn't matter to me i'm ready to, i'm ready to face them all yeah no i like it uh listen and, uh, and that's me completely that's that's me completely talking crap because i, I don't know that i'm ready to see any of them but i'm gonna <laughs> let everybody know that i want them all I uh, I'm sponsoring Jake Weimer's riding a Pulp MX uh, Yamaha. I'm 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 sponsoring the the Moto Fight Club race for Weimer. So, you know, I just want Weimer to go on for a few rounds so I get maximum TV time. That's all. Well, you might want to hedge your bet. I mean, how much you, we can strike a deal up anytime. A- anytime. Okay. Yeah, we we'll need to get on that for sure, ASAP. Um, hey, how's the Planet Fitness coming along? We know uh, you've been doing that for a number of years. It seems like it's going well for you. So yeah, it's it was it is, and uh, but I can tell you, COVID has been uh, yeah. super nasty to almost everything and and everybody. I mean, I, I certainly don't want to come on air and just complain about my problems. I know uh, you got a lot of loss of life. You got a Supercross champion that needs to be crowned, and mm-hmm. no idea how that's going, how it's affecting you know the motocross season. You know, you got areas and regionals going on for yeah. trying to figure out what we're doing for Loretta's, and 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 that's just in the moto world, right? And uh, so then, you know, the health clubs obviously are shut down right now, and uh, shut, shutting that down doesn't necessarily mean the bill's shut off. But yeah, you know, it's it's a great I man. It's been so fun to learn business, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, racing. You you learn one thing. I mean, you don't know a lot about you don't know a lot about overhead. You don't know a lot about 
you know, managing certain aspects of, of business, you just know that you have to go fast and, and, that, and have to train and that's yeah. pretty much it. So it, it's been fun and, and challenging and, uh, and it's been, it's been a great deal. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been really successful for you. That's awesome. And it's one of the reasons we don't see you around the races more. You came to Dallas at Dallas. We had a big bird and a K-Dub sighting. It was amazing. It was like two, two motocross, uh, Sasquatches being seen. It was amazing. But we we haven't seen you too much. Yeah, you know, look, it, it's it's regretful. I, I you know I I love motocross. I love supercross and all the people and the stories that you can go back and talk about for decades and decades. I mean, that's that's just fantastic stuff. And uh, I can tell you that certainly it's not me turning my back on the sport for any reason other than mm-hmm. you know just I had a great opportunity. I took it and I didn't realize kind of where that road would lead, but also it's given me a great opportunity to, to raise my kids. I mean, look, you blink an eye, my daughter's 17 now and, uh, yeah. she'll, she'll go into her senior year next year. And, uh, my baby's 10. I have a 12 year old son and 15 year old daughter. And, you know, I, I've been able to experience almost every one of their events their games their baseball games, basketball, whatever they're playing. And, uh, so that's been cool, you know, and you can't really do that and, and live on the road. So, yeah. uh, but when, when, when the time is right, hopefully, uh, hopefully there'll be some place for me back in the industry. I, I certainly miss it. I can tell you that. Do you think you'll you'll be back in at some point once you're, once everything's settled? You think you might come around more, do something? Well, if, if I do well uh, Tuesday night mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> Corona keeps the gyms closed, shit, I might race this twenty one season. <laughs> there I mean, we I go. Might yeah. See if I can get back to your connection and hire me back, and yeah, uh, I'll take my walker and and get on my motorcycle and pin it to win it. But no transfers, right? Those are getting too gnarly near the end. No transfers. Well, we'll transfer. I just won't. They won't be in the hundreds. They'll be more in the you know the fifteen, twenty foot range. You know, somewhere, yeah, somewhere yeah. in there. Right. People at the races will be like, I remember them being bigger. <laughs> As you like jump from one lane to the, to the next, right? <laughs> so yeah, no, yeah. I, I get it, man. I would love for some dad to be talking to his kid. Some dad talking to his kid, going, "Watch this shit, it's yeah. gonna be amazing." Yeah. And like, then you go, and it's like, "Whoa, that wasn't that wasn't quite what I remember." <laughs> Kevin Windham, everybody, you like double the triple or something, <laughs> like something like that. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, that'd be great. No, it'd be cool to see you around more often for sure. Uh, are you still? You watch it every weekend when we were racing. Do you, are you follow it like that? Are you that tightly into it? Oh, uh, religiously. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. been a great season. It's uh it's kept kept me on the edge of my seat, and uh, it's really been refreshing to not have a clue who's going to win. You know, obviously, uh, I, I was I was thinking Eli was going to be coming on. He, he kind of did, and and uh, uh, you know, just you always seem like he's going to have a little mishap or mix up where he loses some points. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, Kenny Kenny started out strong and has been consistent. You kind of felt like Eli was kind of getting yep. a little little bit of an edge, but. Uh, you know, now you got a whole new aspect. I mean, guys have gone from what I'm hearing, they've gone from supercross to motocross, and they're like, oh, wait, hold on, the season ain't over. So now they're going motocross back to supercross. So, I mean, there's a lot of, I can't imagine what those guys are doing mentally to stay, you know, yeah. prepared and engaged and continuing to push the limits with no trophy at the end of the week. Yeah. From the guys I talk to, it's been hard. They've been, it's been tough to get going and get, you know, even, um, you know, guys that are involved in, in, in championship stuff. It's just been, Really hard to get out there and grind and kind of just do that when you don't really know when you're racing. So, 
I mean, it's hard for me to grind and I, cause I don't know when I can open a club or, you know, yeah. when I can leave the house without a mask or, you know, whatever. And, uh, so I could only imagine that aspect of it. I mean, it's gotta be tough for the guys and, and, uh, you know, every rider kind of progresses through the season. I think all of them, hundred percent of them progress through the season, but I mean, now you have this, whatever, however many week lull it's been, I, I probably what, eight or nine weeks now for the guys. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Right. And, and I mean, that just gets to be like, basically a a start over yeah yeah there's not much momentum there they have at this point well if we do go racing may 31st is the plan right now they're going to try to do something in houston maybe glendale it depends on who you talk to they're going to want to do like three a week uh k-dub if you were racing how would that be like a race a couple days off race a couple days off race how's that going to affect the guys Well, it sounds to me like the racing will just kind of be the, the training day and the race day, and you better have your shit together because if your bike's not set up, I mean, how, how do you get it set up? Right. How do you, you know, it, it's so it's so crazy. I, I would assume the fans know, but I, I don't know that they, they truly know of how, I mean, you can go to A1 and or the opener or, or mm-hmm. any race. You can go to any race and your bike just be money. And then you turn around uh, seven days later and you're like, dude, this bike sucks and you don't know how you don't know why. And then yeah. you start chasing stuff. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, you've been there. Yeah. I mean, how many times did you have it set up? And you're like, dude, everything is yeah. the same. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, I don't know how, I don't know if you had any issue, how you would, how you would rectify that. And, and, you know, a three day window in a, you know, in a city where I would assume if you're racing every three days, you're not flying home, you know, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Uh, one time Red Dog said, hey, can we put my practice bike frame on my race bike? I'm like, yeah, no. No, we can't. We can't do yeah. that. Hey, my, my favorite was when I'd be riding a clap, not clapped out. I mean, you got to remember yeah. that when I say clapped out, that means I rode it 15 times, you know, <laughs> right. uh, because things move and loosen and yep. whatever, right? But how aggravating must it be for you mechanics to be all f- freshened up for the season's you know, kickoff yep. and have your rider flying from Florida or in my case, Louisiana, you come in and, you know, Allie or you've been busting your ass on the bike and we ride it for a half a lap and go, this thing sucks. Yeah, right. It's so stiff. God, yeah. you're just like, listen, bro, I don't know what to tell you. We got to ride this. We can't put a practice bike frame on it. No. It's not going to work. So here you go. Um, absolutely uh, fun times for sure. Moto Fight Club, uh, Villapoto, Alessi, Bradshaw, Glover, Stanton, Pastrana, Sipes, Weimer, Tedesco, and Kevin Windham on the line here. Uh, check it out Monday night. There'll be a, 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 a fireside chat. Uh, that's free on Moto Fight Club apps and motofightclub.tv. Uh, and then um, Tuesday is the, is the big race going down. Who are you looking forward to watching, K-Dub? Is there anybody? You know, I I actually listened to the podcast of Bradshaw and Stanton, and they were a little too hunky dory for me. Like, yeah, it was, yeah. It, it almost sounded like a love fest for a minute. Um, I, I think, which, but I do want to watch them race. Although I've seen it, you know, uh, I, I was in the stands. I know they had mentioned the Fulton County race or the Atlanta race in '94. Yep. I was I was there for that. That was amazing, and I've seen them do battle. Hopefully, that's a great race. Uh, I, I actually. I think it could get interesting with Villapoto and, and Alessi. I don't know who's riding the most. And, right. Uh, I think Ivan Tedesco is the dark horse because, mm-hmm. you know, he's uh, he, he, he tests a lot with, with uh, Mitch's team there at Pro Circuit. So, uh, 
you know, I, I man, it's just a lot of stuff can happen in that night. I, I think, uh, you know, when I'm not on the track, I want to be tuned in because I, I think there's some there's some battles that are going to happen that are going to be really interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think I agree. And we got the whole Alessi uh, Tedesco kill switch thing, remember, back in the day yep. and all of that. And, and then Villapoto and Alessi, of course, had that long rivalry. I'm with you on the Bradshaw-Stanton thing, like, like, and even Bale. Like, I, I, t- I see JMB at Paris every year, and he always gives me uh, good interviews and talks to me about, you know, Stanton and Bradshaw. And then you talk to Dan Bentley or Dave Arnold or those guys that were around, and they're like, dude, everybody hated everybody at Honda. Don't let them fool you. <laughs> Do not let them fool you. Like, everyone's like, oh, he was such a great competitor. He was a good guy. And it's like, you guys all hated everybody. Everybody hated everybody. So, I don't know. I always have to laugh. Every time you line up on a line, the guy next to you is trying to take your paycheck, trying to take your trophy, trying yeah. to whatever, trying to take your girl, whatever. You know, it's <laughs> right. like we're you know, there's not a lot of friendships in the sport. I mean, maybe you know, we we're talking 30 years ago, but uh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they're good now. But right. I, when again, when the gate drops, you, you tend to forget about those kind of the good days, and you 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 you, uh, you, you venture back into I'm about to kick this dude's ass. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Moto Fight Club. Uh, coming up on Tuesday. I don't know when this pod's coming out. Maybe maybe tomorrow or Monday. Um, yeah, we'll get it out tomorrow. Uh, so please check it out if you can. Uh, Fly Racing Racer X Podcast presented by Renthal and Maxis with Kevin Windham on the line. Also, Racetech is uh, a sponsor of this. Pulp20 is a code to save at Racetech.com. Please check them out. Thanks to Fly Racing, Maxis, Renthal for coming on board this pod. Uh, K-Dub, a couple things before we let you go. Um, number one is I was at I was upstairs at Pro Circuit the other day. And you won some award at the Minios. Uh, he's got it. He's got your plaque if you're looking for it. Uh, I think it's from, I want to say, 94, 93. Mister? Yeah, yeah. There's a plaque of yours upstairs. So just, I don't know. Is it, is, does he have security there or what? Because I'll break in and steal yeah, it. Yeah, no, no security. Just go upstairs. It's in the back with the other stuff upstairs. So I'm going to get I'm gonna get it. I'm going to get it back. I was like, Mitch, what are you doing with this? He's like, I don't know. Team Green. I don't, I don't know how he got I don't know. Team Green gave it to us or who knows. I, I don't know. I'm like, this is for K-Dub. So anyways. Um, hey, so uh, just out, on, uh, we did an online piece uh, on your lost seasons at Suzuki. Thank you for the time for that. I appreciate it. Um, it was interesting to me. I know, you know, we'll talk about what your feelings about it. For me, it was, I was there at the time I was around and it was, Hey, Wyndham's not coming back. Wyndham's going to retire. Wyndham's not racing anymore. And then you rode the outdoors in 03, killed it, got on the Honda factory connection team and you never looked back and you became the hero that we all know you of and and enjoyed watching you over the years. But I, I always, the, the point of the story to me was like, Hey, it almost ended. Uh, uh, and that was the point of the story for me. What did you think of it? Uh, that was a good point, and that was reality at the time. I mean, it, it's hard to see it in black and white and look back and just say, you know, God, I was such a dumbass. And <laughs> uh, you know, parts of it are vague and hard to remember. And yep. you know, there's, I, I look, I'm not contradicting things that some of the other folks that you interviewed said or mm-hmm. didn't say. You know, yep. like it, it gets a little fuzzy, and you know, you don't know what what the what the contact text was but you know the gist of it is pretty accurate i mean it was bad times for me and you know i, I dude i was a dumbass you know and I, I hate i hate it for me and my family and i hate it for my sponsors and and the sport and the people who believed in me and you know at least started paying me good money i mean obviously that dried up uh once they saw you know mm-hmm. how i wasn't into it but it's 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 truly uh 
a testament to the sport and how tough it is to to not only climb the ladder and become a professional athlete, you know, but to maintain it and the yeah. stress and, and, and the stuff that goes into it. Um, you know, it's, it's right now, I think we're in an era where a lot of guys are retiring earlier. They kind of get to that point where mm-hmm. I was at and they may just be hanging it up and not, like not coming back. I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, I had my leg break. I'm thankful that I had some clarity, uh, in that time off. And dude, I mean, what, what would, my name and legacy be had it not had I not come back, you know. Yeah, so yeah. I'm thankful for that. It's just it's sometimes hard to read in black and white, you know. Is it really? Was it a little tough for you? Some of that stuff, really? Yeah, just yeah. you know, no, no one wants to be, you know. <laughs> I, I want to be professional. I, you know, I want to, yeah, want to live right and do right by the people who hire me to do things. And uh, right, you know, it was just it it just was frustrating. But I was in a I was in a super bad spot. And and once you're there, man, it's. You know, you can have the Stantons of the world and you have all these people just trying to mm-hmm. plant the seed of what needs to be done. But getting it done is, is sometimes, you know, yeah, impossible, quite frankly. I mean, I don't, I don't know if anything I could have done different than just, you know, go through well, my, my go through my trials and, and lay on the ground a little while with my femur hanging out of my body <laughs> and uh, and nurse it back together. Yeah. A couple people in there said like breaking his leg was terrible, but it might have been the best thing for him at that point, which is horrible 100%. to say. Yeah. But. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was a it was a cool story to do, and I thought one of my favorite parts of the whole story was you told me at some point you saw DeCosta all alone in a hallway in a stadium, and you just said, "Hey, man, sorry, <laughs> sorry." I just thought that was really cool, really straight up of you, and you know what I mean. Like, uh, I don't know. I I love that part of that story. He, he's such a great dude, and. Uh... I mean, I, he's a he's a winner for a lot of reasons on and off the track. So, um, you know, Travis and I laugh about how much fun we had in that time and, and how great a days they were. And the only thing that we don't like about it is the fact we didn't win very much. You know, I mean, yeah. heat rate here or there, but we certainly didn't do what we were capable of, capable of and, and certainly didn't do what the machine was capable of. And uh, the guys around us, uh, you know, just. It, it was a regrettable time period of period of my life, and yeah, I, I definitely owed him uh, that apology. I don't I don't really know what it meant to him, but I, I right. think he understood and and you know was thankful that I at least said something. I really like talking to Ziggy for the story as well. Uh, he you could tell the respect he has for you. Chuck Miller was amazing as well. Chuck Miller at Honda, they they just like the respect they had for you and the, and the way you handled yourself once you got on the factory connection bike, they, they, they couldn't say enough great things about you and, you know, kind of let you have your own program, let you do your own thing. You know what I mean? And, uh, and it worked really well. And they all knew that, I think. Yeah. I mean, Chuck and, and Ziggy and those guys were, were amazing. And you know what the, the real, so, you know, the, the, the retirement, dude, there's nobody on planet earth that's retired. Like I retired. <laughs> Not really. Uh, no, I don't think so. Nor nor should there ever be again, <laughs> right. and, and it probably wasn't the right deal. But, you know, uh, I had a great run with it. And, and so here's Ziggy and Myshack, the other partner in Factory mm-hmm. Connection Racing. And, and, and I, you know, preseason had gone a little rough. And, I, you know, I, I was riding, but I just was just a little bit timid and a little bit scared. And I just I was vocal about the thoughts that were going through my head, which mm-hmm. were pretty much geared towards getting hurt all the time. Yeah, and so I went to A one, and uh, there was a section I wasn't comfortable with, and I was just like, you know what, I don't want to do that section, and and uh, wound up doing it, but you know, just was yeah. I fretted over it all night, and then I went to Phoenix, 
And if you remember, I think maybe uh, there was like a quad and I, one of the pro circuit guys, you may know better than me, but one of the guys just ate shit. Oh, uh, Davalos, Marty. Davalos. Yeah. Dude, just, yep. just about auger. I mean, he almost broke his neck in that berm. The, only, yep. the only thing that saved him is he was about a foot higher than the berm and landed on the tough blocks. But had it not been for that, he would have been, yep. he would have been so bad off. So I had a section there that just ruined me all night long. And then I went to the third round, and there was a section that ruined me all night long, or at least through the second practice. Yeah, through the and, practice, right? And I told, I, I came in there, and these guys, like, dude, I quit at a race. Like, <laughs> yes. I yes. went and I told those guys, I said, dude, I, look, I'm not good right now. I'm, I'm not comfortable. I'm not. And I just talked to them, and they said, dude, you know, your life is important, and when you start thinking about getting hurt, you're going to get hurt. I mean, it's just inevitable. I wasn't, I wasn't mentally capable of doing doing the, the lap lap after lap without having some major fear and anxiety in, in my back of my head. And, yeah. and dude, I can tell you, man, my, I, I'm, I'm very thankful. My wife, Dottie was at that race and, uh, we were staying at the surf and sand down in Laguna and, uh, we had a great evening. You know, we had, uh, I think we may have had press there or something, but I had yeah. rode the track once and I went, I went back to the hotel. Dude, we had dinner. We we woke up the morning of the race. I went on a walk with her on on, on the beach. Mm -hmm. uh, we left there about you know ten o'clock to go go to practice and track walk and whatever. And I can tell you, not one time did I have a conversation that with her that I was thinking about doing it. Yeah, that I was thinking about retiring. I, it wasn't even on my it wasn't even on my mind. But when I got to the track and I said, "Dude, this is deja vu." I mean, I've I've been I've been dealing with this stuff. You know, three weeks in a row. How yeah. am I going to, you know, keep and keep sane and and deal with this, you know, thirteen more times or fourteen more right, times? Right, you know? right. So, but the point of me saying that whole entire story was just to simply say that to to feel the love and the 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 sincere concern for me through that team and what I was going through and what mm -hmm. they allowed me to do. Yeah, where what it really, you know, brought to the forefront that these guys aren't just about what I can drive and product or sponsorship or, or, you know, uh, any of that stuff. These guys truly, you know, care about me as a human, you know? Right. Yeah. When in the story I said, Hey, did K-Dub ever, you know, come close to leaving? Did he, was there any contract talks that got a little, you know, whatever gnarly and my shack might've said, yeah, I think there was something. And you were like, no, there was, I was never going anywhere. It was never, it was just my negotiating tactics or something. I, so I don't know if, uh, if either one of those guys mentioned it, uh, but you know that I never signed. Well, yeah. I, I, I did sign a contract with him once, but for the most time, yep. uh, I think it was only once. Yeah. And actually, uh, truth be told, that was the year that I didn't, I didn't get my full salary because Torco left. You remember Torco yep. Racing? Tor they yeah, totally, yeah. They totally asked out Factory Connection and just totally left and went bankrupt in the middle of the season. <laughs> yeah. But every other year, we, we operated solely on handshakes. Yeah. I said I would do something for them. They said they'd pay me a certain amount of money, and we were good. I uh, I love the part in there also about you and RC practicing at Honda. You know, you're, when you first get back and how eventually it got into like, okay, they can't ride the together on the same days. This this isn't the test differently. Uh, yeah, I can imagine how that was. You know, back then. So. If if there's ever a Moto Fight Club where where Carmichael and I are together and we do the podcast together, <laughs> and you ask us if we're friends 15 years later, the answer is still going to be no. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Oh, it's funny. Um, yeah, it, it, uh, anything, anything else in that story surprise you, what anybody said or anything? You know, what struck me was, I, and I again, I'm not contesting what was said, yeah, but, yeah. and I don't know if I was just being an asshole to Stanton because obviously, you know, I don't know what the condition was and I left. I, I, don't, I don't think Honda was really ready for me to leave, but mm -hmm. um, 
I don't really recall I'm laughing all the way to the bank. When Stanton was saying that, I just yeah. had a conversation with him talking about, screw it, I'm just going to go laugh all the way to the bank. Yeah. I can tell you that, that and, and again, I don't know what, what was said specifically at that time. It sounded like he had a pretty good understanding and, and remembered it quite well. So I, I'm not saying he's lying. But, <laughs> yeah, right. But, but I, I just – It doesn't sound like something you would say is what you're saying. No, yeah. it, it didn't. And I'll be honest with you, like I, my – my move to Suzuki was pretty pure. It wasn't, I mean, they were willing to pay me a lot of money. And I mean, what, what am I supposed to say? No, don't, I'm not worth right. that. Don't pay me that. <laughs> right. But, but I, I needed, I needed a, a, I needed a change and, and you know, me being dumb and young, I, I, I thought that that change was a different OEM and a different team. And mm-hmm. I don't looking back, that really wasn't it. But yeah. uh, I can tell you that the, the, the move to Suzuki was probably purer than it, came off in the article but yeah. uh again i'm not i'm not saying i, I didn't say yeah, this thing. Yeah. I, who, who knows yeah i mean these are things like you said it's 20 years ago right so or, or 18 years ago and i'm calling people up and trying to you know i no one could quite i tried really hard k-dub to nail down who got you that honda how that happened and like no one knew and people were giving other people credit and i, I was like i don't know <laughs> everyone's saying something different i don't know how kevin windham got a honda no idea, and I and I certainly don't believe me. It right. was like Christmas when it showed up. I, I did. I had no clue, but uh, yeah. yeah, pretty awesome. And, and I I wish, and I still haven't been able to find the photo. But if I can, I'm going to send it to you, and you can just post it. We can some random day, but yep. dude, I, I I literally was out there in blue jeans, similar to what I wanted to race this Moto Fight Club in, in a Harley helmet, yeah. no goggles, no nothing. That, that picture's so sick. I'm I'm doing a pretty good whip. It's it's cool. I asked Ziggy. He didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know. I was trying to get it though. Definitely, I would love to have that that photo for the for the uh, for the story or even now. Yeah, exactly. Your first ride. Yeah, it looks good. Bike's good. <laughs> so, all of that stuff. Um, well, thanks for your time for that. Uh, I appreciate it. You didn't. I mean, you know, because it it drudged up some shitty memories and of a crappy time in your life, and you were still down to tell me about it and talk about it and. The thing I wanted people to get out of that story was what a remarkable second half you, of a career you had that we almost didn't see. That's all, you know, and uh, and that's all. So I'm glad you gave me the time for it. So one, I'm totally thankful for because it would have been a far different story uh, had had uh, had it not happened. So thankful for that. And without that, I certainly wouldn't be on the invite list to a Moto Fight Club. Deal. No, no, you would not. I can guarantee, no. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> Your two 125 East Coast titles, they're West and East, wouldn't uh, maybe wouldn't have. Uh, uh, cut it, you know, for the for the for the for the club. Um, well, looking forward to this, man. Thanks for putting on some entertainment. We haven't seen much, and and believe me, like for a guy who's in the media, this is gold. This is gold. <laughs> it's something to talk about, you know. So uh, this is I'm really looking forward to the Moto Fight Club on Tuesday. Thank you for this. We are we are as well. Thanks, and I hope everybody enjoys it. And I hope it's uh I hope it finds a way to 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 become something in the future. I mean, look, there's not racing every single week of the year, and uh, uh, hopefully it 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 meets the hype because I know that all of us are, are going there to do all that we can. And, uh, the, the only thing I hope is that it doesn't get so serious. Like in five years, we're talking about the Moto fight club thing and people are training like for six months about it. <laughs> right. Like yeah. that, that would pretty much, uh, that would suck. Yeah. You know, but the, for, the format's going to be good. And you know, you can look, here's the interesting thing about all of us old guys mm-hmm. and, and easy tracks and whatever, however you want to, however you want to say it. Like, think about a Supercross that you went to, even on the professional level, where the track was quote-unquote easy. By the end of the night, one of the riders was doing something that you didn't see during track walk. Right. And, and so all of us that are going to be out there and all of us that, you know, 
have retired, even guys that aren't going to this race, they can all still do something on a motorcycle that is truly breathtaking and truly amazing, right? And the fact that the race is a short two-lap sprint, I mean, dude, there's still some speed out there. Yeah. I, mean, I was I was pumped at where I finished at the MXDN on on the qualifying time, mm-hmm. I, you know, and I, I know that Villa rides a lot, and I know that you know yeah. uh, I2 rides a lot, and Weimer and uh, some of Alessi. Look, don't don't think that any even the the uh, Stantons and you know Bradshaws and whatever can't go out there and throw some heat down. You know, oh, I, yeah. I, I think that's the whole point of it, and the, the format's going to be great, and I think it's going to keep everybody close, and I just, you'll probably you'll probably see some stuff that that mimics uh, mimics the big guys. Let's just hope Pastrana makes it out alive too. You know, let's just hope for that. He so so so, bro. I have a. Uh, uh, are we out of time? I, I, no, I like no. We keep going. Yeah, so, no, we're good. So so, dude, I I don't know who's seen it, uh, but there's a video of Pastrana at the at the um, motocross of nations. Okay, and and I'm behind on the little VIP rack for watching the start for the Moto One. I was yep. in Moto Two and Three, right? Right. And Pastrana's on the line, and Sipes is on the line, and everybody takes off, and I'm like just I'm videoing down, and I'm all the way to, to Redbud's first turn with like, you know, 39 bikes in the first turn, <laughs> and all of a sudden I, I zoom down and I look, and Pastrana's still on the gate. He, he killed the bike, like <laughs> leaving the starting line. Right. So uh, I just hope he starts better than that for the Moto Fight Club thing. Yeah. Because if he doesn't, you know, he's not going to be able to make it up in two laps. Yeah, and and please stay easy on the backflips, Travis. You know that that's not very good for a good lap time, but I have a feeling maybe he won't be able to. You know, so. Ah uh, no, it's like kid on crack, man. Right. Can't kid have kid with an Easter Easter basket full of candy, man. He will not no. be able to, to to not do a backflip. No, it's uh, it's going to be epic for sure. Well, uh, thank you, Kevin Windham. Uh, looking forward to Moto Fight Club on Tuesday, two p.m. Pacific, five p.m. Eastern. Get it on uh, on your laptop, on your desktop, any Android devices, any. Uh, iOS devices, Moto Fight. Oh, hold on, let me get the website here. Correct. Uh, fight.tv, F-I-T-E dot TV for more information. And uh, and follow them on Instagram, Moto Fight Club on Instagram as well. So, um, as always, thank you, K-Dub, for the time for this and for the uh, Racer X story as well. Good to see you and, uh, and have fun on Tuesday, man. Yes, sir. Thanks, Mathis. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. 
I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. Been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in, I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey.